So as I said at the beginning of the service, we're celebrating this very special week in the life of Eastertide, the week before Pentecost, the penultimate week of Eastertide. At the time when the scriptures collide, the scripture which looks at the importance of unity, but also the scripture which talks about the ascension of Jesus. And these two scriptures come together in a beautiful teaching, which I'm going to lead us through now in a few moments. But as I've been journeying through this sermon series, Joy in the Midst of Change, and reflecting on my own personal joy and joy in the community and joy in our struggles and joy as a journey and joy in all the various aspects we've been teaching, I've also been looking at the other stories of Jesus in his ministry here on earth. And I've been struck by many things, but one of the things which I've been reminded about in this season is just how unpredictable Jesus is. He, he knows what he's doing and he's following the Spirit and he's been led by the Father. But there is an element of certain stories which we don't have time to go into but Jesus does things that the world thinks is crazy Jesus moves one way when the disciples think he should go another way Jesus is confident in who he is he is following the spirit and led by the father as I say even above what people would think of him and pleasing people being himself and that's something beautiful to behold and watch as he grows in joy in his ministry. But this unpredictability, I think, kept the disciples on their toes. And today's reading, when we look at the ascension, is certainly one of those times that I don't think it took the disciples by complete shock, but they certainly were confused by it. Let's have a little look into this reading of Acts a little bit more as to why the disciples were confused or perhaps perplexed as to what was going on. I think one of the aspects which is really important for us to look at is that the disciples had been tracking with Jesus from Easter Sunday. They had got used to him being around again they had realized he had risen from the dead. And then suddenly he started talking about going again. Suddenly he said, I'm leaving you. And suddenly they had to face the reality of what life would be like without his physical presence all over again. And so the next 10 days from the celebration of ascension which was a few days ago those 10 days all the way up to pentecost there's some very significant things that we need to learn from the disciples as they thought jesus was staying but then he ascended into heaven and as some have said he was called to work from home <laughs> which is an interesting way of putting on it putting it but there's two things that we can learn from the disciples as they saw Jesus ascend to heaven. There's two things that they did which are very important and that we can learn from. They were obedient in what Jesus said to them, but there was struggle in that. The first thing that Jesus told them to do after he had ascended to heaven was to wait. 
Jesus had told them to wait in the city, to wait in Jerusalem until the pouring out of God's Spirit. And where they waited was significant. They were waiting in the upper room, not a church as we know it, not a synagogue, not a temple, but a room. They were waiting. Same as us. We're waiting, aren't we? We're waiting for results from tests or exams or even physical tests. We're waiting for a vaccine from COVID-19. We're waiting to go back to school. We're waiting to go on holidays. We're waiting to go to the gym. We're waiting to get our hair cut. We're waiting. But the disciples in their waiting, it wasn't in an act of waiting. We see from some other texts that they really supported each other. They helped each other. They encouraged each other. They listened to each other in their waiting. And after all, the angel encouraged them that they weren't just to stand there gawking up to heaven, looking at Jesus. They were to go back to the city and actually be a part of what was happening. Their waiting was active. The second thing they did was that they prayed. Our readings tell us that all these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer together. I wonder what they were praying about. I wonder what they were talking about as they waited for Jesus. I wonder what that, was, that process was in their heart. And prayer is very important to us as a church. I'm so proud of our community that when this whole pandemic kicked off, that Chloe Donnan from our community rallied more than 40 people to be praying 14 hours every day from 8 in the morning to 10 in the evening, 15-minute slots. Prayer is very important to us. It was very important to the disciples. And we have weekly prayer meetings as well online on Sundays, and you can email prayer at Trinity for that. So the disciples did these two things as Jesus ascended to heaven. They actively waited and they actively prayed. Two things really important for us in our season as we look forward to the reduction of the current restrictions. But where do we learn about joy, though? Where do we find the significance of joy exploding? There's one aspect that should really strike us in our readings today that can be lost. And that is in the diversity of the disciples that is quoted in our Acts reading. Luke really wants to point out who they are. And so he names them. He names the 11 because Judas wasn't there. There's a great diversity in the disciples. They're not uniform. They're all quite different. And behind me in Holy Trinity, there is a beautiful stained glass window. It'll come up on your screen. It was commissioned by the Clark Studio, and it depicts this great story of the ascension of Jesus. All the disciples in their diversity, different colors, different expressions, different looks, different clothes, all looking up to Jesus, unified in him, but yet diverse. And Luke wants us to understand that this diversity is very important. As I say, he names them. He names who they were. 
And these disciples were very diverse. They were diverse in what they did. Peter, James, and John. And Andrew, they were fishermen. Levi was a tax collector. Simon was a zealot. And this list doesn't include many other men and women such as Mary Magdalene, Susanna, Joanna, Junia. This great list of diverse disciples who came from different social backgrounds and represented different philosophical and political viewpoints. Matthew, the tax collector, was content enough with Roman rule, but Simon was a zealot, a member of a group that sought the expulsion of the Romans. And so in this group, there was great diversity of opinion. But nothing could bring them together as a unified group apart from the Messiah. And that's why this image behind me, Jesus is at the center and the disciples are all unified in Christ. It's the common faith that they have in Jesus that brings the joy out of their diversity. You see, Christ's church is not made up of one race, one gender, one socioeconomic class. Rather, it includes men and women from every nation where only Jesus himself can bring unity and joy to such a diverse body. And Jesus had such a passion for unity, but he wasn't naive about that. He embraced diversity. He loved their individuality, but it was through him they were unified. The last discourse of Jesus is all about unity. It's not a simple unity. It's a, it's a complex interaction around how unity is difficult. And our reading today in John 17, 11, talks about the heart of Jesus for unity in the midst of diversity. He says, now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as you and I are one. It's amazing in this season, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I've seen a lot of unity where I haven't seen it before with people from different churches, people from different backgrounds, working together, serving together, helping each other. I really hope that lasts beyond this pandemic because it's really at the center of the heart of God. And when the church is like this, when the church is diverse and unified in Christ and is serving, people from outside the church experience that joy People like pharmacists, guards, the council, neighbors. They see diverse people working together. You see, we're not meant to be a church that does it alone. We're not meant to be separate. We're meant to be together and unified in Christ and his gospel. And this is what the ascension of Jesus is all about. And I can remember a story as I begin to close about how we're not called to be on our own, how we're called to be in community, how our diversity matters, but how we work together to help each other. I was a choir boy and I was 12 years old. My voice was just beginning to break. And the choir master, he asked me to do a solo at the midnight service at 12 o'clock 
on Christmas Eve. And it was in the bleak midwinter. And I was so nervous. I was so scared about doing it. And so the way it worked, I can't remember how many verses there were, but I was doing the last verse. And so it came to that time where the anthem was being sung and the church was packed with hundreds there. And I was really nervous, as I say. Anyway, the first verse was done by a soloist and she was amazing. And then the second verse was done by the choir. And then the third verse was done by the choir. The fourth verse was done by a soloist. And then it came to me. And I can remember singing the best that I could. And I can remember around me seeing all the other members of the choir. There are different voices, tenors, basses, altos, really encouraging me as I was singing. And then at the end, we all sang together. And it was such a beautiful sound. There was such great joy in that communion service as we sang together. And what I took from that is that even when we're nervous or even when we feel isolated, we are surrounded or should be surrounded by others to help us in our current time. And one of the aspects which I never forget that the choir master said to me afterwards, and I quote him, he said, you have your own voice, but we are called to sing together in parts as one not in unison. Unison is all the same tune, whereas in parts is the different parts singing together, but with one beautiful sound. And this is what this Sunday is all about. The ascension of God leaving us to take on our mandate to love the world. But it's also about this call of joy in the midst of diversity and working together. So our readings today about the ascension of Jesus encourages us to continue to wait, to pray, but also reminding us that the church is meant to be a diverse body, united through the teachings and ministry of Jesus. And the ascension is not just a nice story locked in 2,000 years ago. It's not even just a beautiful stained glass window from 1897. The story is about us the story is about you and the future is in our hands and we're praying together and we're waiting together to see this joy and diversity really flourish in this next season for us. And this we pray together as community in Jesus' name. Amen.